Yesterday was Daf Nun Vav, 56. Today's Nun Zayin. And um, I just want to have in mind, today, for Shalema, for Hadassah Basranya, for Ayman Bastvara, for Michal Aviv, for Bas Yehudis. Do you have somebody? Batya. Batya. Bat. Bas. Miriam. Miriam. Tinok. Tinok. Ben Batya. Ben Batya. Okay. And also, my Chavrus's wife is going surgery, undergoing surgery. I forgot her name or something, whatever. But uh, all the needy ones. That's what they should all have a first yeah. Okay. Anybody. All right. Even old people. All right. So let's get right to it. Yesterday we're starting off four lines down on Dafnun Vav, our review. We're uh, trying to figure out what's the Psaka Lacha. So first we have Rab Chanina was <coughs> reading in front of Rabbiana and he said that Allah is like Rabbalah bin Azariah that the Tosefes Ksuba is not active until after the Nisuin. And he said, get out of here, the Allah is not like Rebbe Loz ben Azariah. Rebbe Zgavdimi said the name of Rav, the Allah is like Rebbe Loz ben Azariah. Rebbe Nachman said the name of Shmuel, the Allah is like Rebbe Loz ben Azariah. But Rebbe Nachman argued, and he said the Allah is not like Rebbe Loz ben Azariah. Now Doi said in the name of Nachman that the Allah is like Rebbe Loz ben Azariah. Um, but... Uh, nevertheless, even though Reb Nachman did curse anybody who said that the uh, Allah is like Reb Lozman and that this and this should happen to him, nevertheless, the Allah still follows Reb Lozman and that's the Allah Lamaisa. The Gemara came to the conclusion that we do uh, the Tosefes Ksuvas are only effective uh, at the point of Nisuin. Okay, next thing we talked about is Ravin had some uh, Shaila, he wants to know. What would the halacha be if somebody is nichnas the chupa without bia? What is the um, what what is the uh, effective? Uh, what basically is the act of relations that hap- that that does the that 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 ha- that causes the tosefes to kick in, or is it the chibas chupa alone? That's the question. And uh, we brought a raya because it says the whole purpose. This is Rav Yosef talking. He only wrote the extra amount. Because of the Chibas Laila Harishon. So the question is, how do we understand the Chibas Laila Harishon? If you say that it's the Chuppah, so that's why it's the first night. Because if it's Bia, so then it's future nights as well. It's not the only time that they're going to have relations. Um, so the Gemara says, well, if it's uh, Chuppah, so what, why is it night? It should be the day also. This Chuppah is in the day as well. So the Gemara says, and, and, and uh, what do you know? Uh, well, B is also is allowed in the day as long as it's in a dark room. So the Gemara says, basically, you know, but the normal case of B is going to be at night. So the normal case of Chuppah is because of B, and therefore it's also going to be at night. So that's why it's not a riot at all. All right. Anyway, bottom line is, Ravashi asked, so uh, Ravashi asked the question, what if you did uh, Chuppah's Nita? What's Allah then? And if you say that Chibas Chuppah is Kona, then what about that? Maybe that's only when there was at least the potential, uh, at least maybe you need the potentiality of having relations. But if there was no potential of relations, maybe then the Tosefis does not kick in, or maybe we don't make a distinction, because once it's a Chuppah, it's a Chuppah, and we remain with the take on that. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. That Shita's review, the review that says that the person can uh, write a, a regular ksuva with a regular amount and, um, and the wife will write that I'm in receipt of half of it and give that to the husband and then he'll really all, technically will only be able to will only have to pay half 
which seems to imply that Reb Yud is of the opinion that you can write receipts for debts for if it that's partially paid off. Okay, problem with that is, is the Mishnah says that uh, somebody who paid off partial debts. So Reb Yud says that you gotta. That's no good. You gotta switch it. And Reb Yossi says that. Um, um, yeah, you, you know, you could write a receipt. So Rabbi Yudelishitaso would say that you need to write a whole new document. So there's a kasha. So Rabbi Yirmi gives an answer is that yeah, right, when we say give a receipt, we're writing the receipt into the star. The whole issue that he has with the receipt is that it might get lost. But over here, it's written in, so therefore it's not a problem. It's, the Ksubit says that uh, he the, the obligated himself for two hundred, and she's uh, she confirming that she's in receipt of. One hundred. And that's it. Okay. Anyway, Bai gives a different answer. He says, "No, the, you could so give how a." Did, how does it look? She she has to like, sign, sign or like, like she, she tells the sofer to put that in. Is it written in the ksuba? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's saying. Mm-hmm. Well, she tells the sofer to put it in. That's all. But anyone can tell the sofer. Okay. She's the wife, you know, and the, the same witnesses are signing. The witnesses are signing on that uh, that mm-hmm. she that that's she what what that what took place. All right, now, the Abayi says, no, there's a regular receipt over here. And even though Rabbi Yudin definitely has a problem with receipts, you have to think into it, why? So the why is because we're afraid that uh, the person who borrowed the money, who paid in part, might lose the receipt, and then the person who with the shtar is going to come collect Again. the money double. That's the problem. So the question is, uh, so that's maybe by real, where you really paid partially. So then we worried about that scenario. But over here, none of this really happened. She's just saying that I, that I received there, but it's not true. So uh, if he keeps on, the, if, the, if, the, if the husband keeps the receipt, good for him. If he doesn't, <laughs> you know, she has no mercy. It's like, you know, like that, you know, if you want to have the bargain, you know, you got to hold on to it. It's not my problem. And that's why the difference is. Now, why did Abaye and Rabiermia not like the other one's answer? So I understand why Abaye had issue with Rabiermia, because Rabiermia is making a condition in what the case is. The case is, has to be where the receipt's written into the start. I get why he and it doesn't say that anywhere. But why did Rabiermia not like Abaye's answer? The answer is, is because if there's an issue with receipts, we have to make a little plug on all receipts, even though this receipt should not be a problem, as opposed to others. But um, that's why you want to have a consistent law. Anyway, that's the issue. Okay. Um, so, that took us to the um, um, the next thing. So, the Gemara has a question on this, is that it sounds like it's only valid because it's been written in. If it was just Alper, then that's not good enough. And the question is, why not? Doesn't this fall into the category of Dabr Shabbat Mamun? And the rule is that uh, Rav Yudha at least holds that Dabr Shabbat Mamun. Um, the condition is good enough and you don't even need to write it down. Um, it gives an example. Somebody writes, a, you know, says that I want to marry you, but I don't want to have to be Chayv Sher Ksusanona. So I'm still Chayv Sher Ksusanona and the term, the, married, but the condition holds off. And that's Shitas Rav Meir because it's, uh, you know, you, you're going against the. You're going against the door. Rabbi Yudha says that it's, if it's a Dabr Shabbat it's perfectly fine. So he could basically, um, so any monetary matter, as long as they're in agreement, it's fine. And it doesn't sound like you need to actually write it down. Well, it's good enough that it's just verbal. 
So Reb Yudha says that Ksuva uh, is the Rabbanon, and since Ksuva is the Rabbanon, the Chachamim strengthened the rabbinic law even more than Torah law. Even though in Torah law it's good enough to just speak it out, but in rabbinic law we want it to be even stronger. Okay. So Gemara says, well, what about Talach of Paris? Paris is a classic example of a rabbinic law that the woman's, the wealth that the woman brings into the marriage, um, uh, uh, the husband has the rights to the Paris unless he writes off that I'm, I'm, I'm relinquishing my rights. And not only the Paris, he has to relinquish his rights for the Paris and Pair Paris ad Olam. Okay. Otherwise, he'll get the Pair Paris. He'll get the one step removed. And uh, even though it says that he writes it, he says writing doesn't mean writing. All it means is speaking. So what's the difference? So the answer is that Abai explains that it's true, but everyone has a ksuva, so that's a very common scenario. Therefore, the rabbis strengthen that. Not everybody has peros. That's only if you are coming into with wealth into the marriage. Um, and that's less common. The rabbis never made the obligation. To, they never felt the need to strengthen that. Okay. So Gemara says, what about the case of the donkey drivers? That's a case that's common. The rabbis never felt the need to strengthen it. The case of, um, of the donkey drivers is that the two donkey drivers come into town and uh, one of them says, my, my, my wheat is inferior to my friend's. I didn't take off the tiles as my friend. Uh, maybe you should really give business to my friend instead of me. So that we don't believe anything he's saying. Okay, We think it's just... a a way of uh, making him seem really honest, and then the next time the next guy's going to say it to him, and they have, they're working together. So we don't believe that. Rebutha says we do believe it. So um, why? So so what's the deal over there? That's the question. How do we trust them? Anyway, bottom line is, Rabbi, um, so the Gemara answers is that there's a big difference. When it's a definite situation, so then in its rabbinic law, the rabbis need to strengthen it, that things need to be written down. You can't just rely on words. But if it's a case of suffix, so the rabbis never felt the need to uh, strengthen it. The rabbi says, a different answer, it's because it's demai. Demai is anyway, most people do tithe properly, so it's only it's only minority, and therefore um, um, we have means basis to be lenient. Okay, and that brought us to the next sheet, next halacha, uh, which was Rameyer, who says that the bare minimum is 200 for a virgin and 100 for a widow. Any less than that is ilas nos. Now, if you try to make less, so even you made a condition on the start that it should be less, um, it's uh, basically, it's tenoi bottle according to a mayor, that basically that condition is, it falls off, and really she will get the full amount. The problem is, is that she doesn't have the security that she's going to get it, because he's saying, I'm not going to give it. So even though he is obligated, um, she doesn't trust that she's going to get it, and therefore it becomes what we call a bi'ilasnos. Problem is, didn't we hear a mayor say that somebody makes a condition, then it's tonoi Sounds like by uh, but a, a condition against rabbinic law could could work. So the Gemara says, must be there a mayor holds that ksuba is the oraisa. That's the idea. Next thing is uh, Bryce or a mayor. Uh, uh, so a mayor says any less than a psula, than 200 or 100 for a widow, is bilas nos. Rebiosi says that you are allowed to, and Rebiosi says that if you want, you, she can write a receipt for the partial amount. Okay, so um, the question is what is the pshat in Rebiosi? Rebiosi just says you're allowed to do that. Question is, is that 
Rabbi Yossi has a halacha that uh, the ksuva of a woman should not be attached to metaphalin because of tikkun olam. That's what Tanakam says. And Rabbi Yossi says, well, it's really serious because it's not set the amount and it goes down in value. It's very, it's a very big problem. Now, Tanakama and Rabbi uh, Yossi are really saying the same thing. The difference is, is whether, um, according to Tanakama, if, she, if, if the person who attaches it to, let's say, some portable objects, let's say his, his, uh, his baseball card collection, right? Um, so well, that's what he attached the ksuba to, but he takes responsibility. If anything happens to that, then I'll make sure that, you know, the, that I'm responsible for it then it's fine, according to the Tanakam. But according to Rabbi Yossi, even that is not good enough because these things can lose value, they can, you know, they're not, they're not necessarily going to last. Now, um, if, why, why would Rabbi Yossi be so concerned about it going down a little bit in value? Possibly, if you could, uh, if you could just, from the outset, say, you know, you don't have to give, uh, you know, you can say, I'm only giving you 100 for the ksuva. That's fine, honey, and that's it. You don't even need to. Like, why is he so worried? It's inconsistent. So the more explains, that's the very big difference. The very big difference is, is that by the case where he says from the outside, I'm only giving you 100, she's accepted, she and she says, that's married. fine. Yeah. She wants to get married, she said, fine. So she knows that she's being woke, and that's fine. Over here, she thinks she's getting 200, no, 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 no. and, the, and the, money that it's atta- the thing that it's attached to is weak. So that's really, she doesn't even know that she should be mochel. And that's the problem, and that's why it's problematic. That's why it's no good, and that is where we left off yesterday.